Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Wherever you are, this is the Interpreter's Workshop Podcast. I'm Tim Curry, your host. Here we talk everything sign language interpreting. The ins, the outs, the ups, the downs, the sideways of interpreting. If you're a student, a new interpreter, experienced interpreter, this is the place for you. If you want to know more, go to interpretersworkshop.com. Let's start talking interpreting. And now, the quote of the day. Today's quote is by Kelsey Dion, creative writer of tabletop role-playing games. Her character, a human wizard named Krieg, said, Language is key to the most important doors. As interpreters, we all know how important language is, how key it is for those opportunities throughout our lives and throughout the lives of the communities we serve. Today, I talk a little bit about language, about this past year of 2023, and this coming year, 2024, and how we, as interpreters, can learn from our past and plan for our future. Let's get started. In 2022, I started this podcast in June of that year. I interviewed seven interpreters, giving their voice and sharing their stories, their advice about ethics, about practical decisions, and the nuances that affect our profession. And in 2023, this past year, we had the opportunity to listen to over 12 voices, 12 interviews, and a special EFSLE conference reporting where we talked to many different interpreters and their experience at the EFSLE conference in September. Each individual had their own stories to tell, how they got into interpreting, the research they have done, the difficulties that they have faced, and how they overcame barriers or problems in the different settings where we work. We have listened to those who came before us, those who started the profession, and those who have just begun their careers and everywhere in between. Each interpreter uses different languages from their countries and some languages from other countries in their daily work. Our multilingual, multicultural, very diverse profession has many voices, many stories, but we all come together experiencing some of the same exact situations, moments in time, and those understanding details, a look, a gesture, one word, and we all know what we're talking about. That is connection. That is relationship. That is the beginning of understanding each other. Our communities that we serve face many barriers, and not just language barriers, cultural barriers, differences in perspective, discrimination, so many barriers to communication, to relationships. Having a common language is that one step, that foot in the door that opens up into opportunities for each of us. Our clients have many doors open for them because of what we do. And that puts a lot of responsibility on us. That means we have to be good at what we do. 
We have to continue the development, as many of the voices have said here on the podcast. Create that training for yourself. Find a way to improve yourself. Accept a new perspective when you find that it's a better perspective or a perspective that is useful in certain situations. Having those open doors for our communities helps build their relationships between other communities, the hearing, the deaf, the boss, the worker. But I think we need to take that a step further and remember for us in the profession, as interpreters, we need to start breaking down those barriers too. We each have different perspectives. We need to use those skills in language and in communication that we have with each other. We need to take those language skills, those communication skills that we use every day in our work, we need to use those with each other. Communicate in a way that is clear, kind, and conceptually accurate so that we can break down the barriers between ourselves, not just between countries or communities, but between each other within the profession. That helps build each of us up, working on our strengths rather than our weaknesses. Working on our strengths and allowing our differences to teach each other, to see new ways and new civilization. No, sorry. <clears throat> that would be Star Trek. Taking those new ways, those new ideas, those new concepts, new training methods, new research, new voices. Let's take that into the new year, use our language skills, our communication skills, and our comprehension skills. Use our memory skills to remember when we could have done better. Remember our mistakes when we are trying to advise or help others who are making mistakes. The more we learn, the more we realize how little we know. So remember that when you're helping, when you're supporting your team. I know I have learned much from these voices over this last year and a half, and I know I will learn even more in the coming years. Hey, could you do me a favor? If you've enjoyed any of my episodes, please consider sharing it with a friend. Take a moment to send a recommendation of this podcast to your friends and colleagues. It's the one way we can spread these voices further. And if you also support the idea of recording the many interpreting voices for posterity, please consider a financial donation. Click on the links in the show notes to support this show. It allows me to have the technical equipment and the software to keep the podcast going. Thank you very much. Let's go back. Let's talk about a couple of examples. First, social media. Yep. That elephant in the room. Many times on Facebook, for example, new interpreters, old interpreters, students, they ask for our advice. Ask what we think we would do. Or they ask, did I do something wrong? Or what do I do now? And they usually get many opinions and answers, many different views and perspectives that need to be taken into account. We should be using our language skills and our communication skills, our professionalism, our kindness, when we are answering or replying in social media. Anytime we send a text or a recorded message, I would advise that we stop for a minute and look at what we have written 
For example, if one person is asking for advice, or what would we do? We need to look at this reply that we have written and think, if I was doing a workshop and someone in the audience asked me this question, would I answer with this text? Would I say it this way? If I change the inflection on different words, is the meaning still what I want it to be? If I was sitting opposite this person, having a cup of coffee and having a chat, would I say these words? Or perhaps, if I got this text from someone I didn't know, would I interpret it any other way than what I intend it to be? Is my intention to support this person? or my intention to show where this person has gone wrong? And what is it they actually wanted me to say? How did they want me to support them? Was I being kind and professional? We've all heard how people don't react the way they would in person. But do we ever think of that when we are writing our text? The inflection, the tone, all of those are hidden in the text. Everyone puts their own facial expressions to what is written. So use those communication skills. Realize, as an interpreter, we don't get all of the meaning from the words, from the text. So if we're reading text, it's easier to understand it if we know the person who's writing it. But if we don't know the person who's written it, it is very difficult to know the intention, to know the personality, and to know how that person would have said it. So be careful with your own messages on social media. If you remember my interview with Brett Best in episode 28, we started that interview and she told us about her research into how interpreters treat each other on social media. It's very eye-opening and shows that even in our profession, we can be just as harsh as anyone else on social media. So that's one way we can start breaking down barriers between each of us, is by using our skills that we use every day in our work on how to communicate effectively and professionally. Because we're all in this together. We're all trying to improve ourselves and our community for the communities that we serve. There are some voices who have been unheard, but they have responded to me. And so I would like to now let you know who those are. 14 individuals have supported my podcast with financial donations. It is very much appreciated. Each of these individuals are colleagues, friends, deaf and hearing, who help me find the time to spread the word about my passion for the profession, about our passion for the profession. Since the beginning of my podcast, I have received donations from these individuals. Yvonne Van Burden, Minnie West, Jill Baker, Carolina Kalendova, Philippe Mahach, Alexandra Kalata Zavolska, Bostian Yerko, Brett Best, Alison Bear, Kamala Skalska, Andrea Angelova, 
Julie Cresswell, Gail Manuel, and Anne Bird. Each of these individuals have touched my heart and helped me continue spreading the passion. What excites me most about these donors is that they are from many different countries coming together for one purpose, to help me speak to you from across the world. So here's to another year of connecting and sharing and caring from students, interpreters, researchers, teachers, and all our communities that we serve. Let's all keep our voices calm and keep interpreting. I'll see you all year. Take care now. Thank you.